What's going on guys? Welcome to COTM episode 5, Prayer. And today we're going to be going over the importance of prayer, uh, styles of prayer, kind of like how we pray, and also a little bit of what prayer has done for us individually in our lives. Uh, I don't want to talk too much about it because we just, we've been waiting for this episode a long time. We're all really excited. So without further ado, welcome back and here we go. Oh, you want me to start? Yeah, somebody else start. All right. All right. Uh, Dear God, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this moment. Um, I thank you for bringing us together. And I personally have been really looking forward to this episode um, because it was prayer that really brought me back to you. Uh, It was prayer that allowed you to reveal yourself to me. And it was prayer that got me to where I'm at right now. Uh, in front of these two gentlemen um, speaking on your glory and your name. Um, And I, even though the last week, the last two weeks, um, I really haven't been praying how I've needed to. Uh, Knowing that this episode was coming up was the perfect opportunity to really dive in um, on this moment and get the most out of I can. So Um, I just pray that outside of that, that you continue to give me the right words um, to share the glory and the greatness that you've showed me in such a short amount of time. Um, And I pray that you just overlook us and you allow us to warm the hearts of those listening and you allow us to provide a good, healthy example uh, of what you want from each and every individual one of us, um, as well as a collective. So in that, I pray in your name. Amen. Abba Father, we come to you today just giving you the glory, the honor, and the praise. Heavenly Father, you deserve it. We come to you, Lord God, thanking you for everything that you've done. Thank you for bringing us together to be able to speak on your word, speak about prayer. Lord God, I pray that you bless us with wisdom and understanding. Lord Jesus, you said that wisdom and understanding is more precious than any riches, any gold, any ruby. So I pray that you give us those two things lord god and give the listeners those two things as we dive into your word as we dive into prayer and as we seek an intimate relationship with you may those two things be blessed upon our hearts lord god and we get better and we continue to strive to get better and have a better relationship with you in jesus name amen thank you father for the energy that you give us lord we know the energy that we put into this can never grow exponentially if you're not in it. You are our drive, you are our motivation, you are our passion. Fill our words and let it be less of us. So when people hear what we're saying, all they're seeing is what you're trying to get out to them. Pull them closer to you through us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Um, and so I kind of want to start it off with something, a moment that I had at work um, that inspired me to come back to God earlier this year. And uh, it's ironic, for one, because, you know, work is the one place where you don't bring up like politics and religion. Um And it's ironic on another level because the person that inspired me to pray and grow my relationship with my God 
was of Muslim belief. And um, so how it happened is that, you know, this, this woman is just very, very deep, very far, very disciplined um, in her ways and in her faith. And she doesn't let any situation, any circumstance, any environment get in the way of her relationship. Um, and uh, basically, she would come into work every day. You know, she was by far the hardest worker, the best performer, like the whole nine. And a lot of people disliked her because of that. And she was always positive and she was just always on a good note. And a lot of people despised that. And a lot of people didn't take the opportunity to get to know her. They just impressed their own opinions on her and would avoid her. And um, but the people that took the time to actually get to know her, you know, loved her abundantly. And so I, you know, I just say that because her energy was just uh, a blessing. It was always positive, though, which definitely rubs people the wrong way. But, you know, in short, basically what happened is she would come to work and, you know, she sometimes multiple times, but, you know, sometimes it was just once. But basically, you know, she prays at least three times a day. And sometimes multiple of those would be at work. Sometimes, like I said, it would just be one. So, um, you know, she would get her. I don't know the particular term for her, the headdress Um, whatever it is that they put on, um, but she would put on her pieces and she would lock herself, you know, with permission, but she would lock herself or close the door at least into the manager's office. Uh, she would turn the lights off and she would close something behind the door, um, so that nobody could see what was going on inside, but she was secluding herself, separating the boundary, isolating herself, and then just diving in to that moment with her God, regardless of what time of the day it was, what was going on at work. This was just something that was so routine and it inspired me. And I took the time to sit down and ask her and talk to her about it. Um, and it was, it was really that one, that was one of those big moments that really made me realize what I was, what I was really missing out on. Um, and what I could really be getting out of my day because there's just so many times where, you know, you could be helping a customer or you could just walk by somebody in the store and they just give you that ugly vibe and energy and that could dictate where you go from there. Um, and me being in retail, I'm constantly helping people. So my energy needs to be up. Um, and it's very easy for a negative customer to affect the customer that comes in after them. Um, and she used prayer as a tool to go ahead and refresh and just completely let it all go move forward and stay on that vibe that she was on and um you know so the verse that ties in perfectly to what she did mind you she was of muslim belief so you know she believes in slight variations indifferent to what i believe in but her actions nonetheless were still able to be used to inspire me to bring me back to my God. So uh, Matthew 6, um, which is where, uh, you know, Jesus is speaking and he's talking about giving to the needy and murder and, uh, you know, all these things. And he speaks on prayer and he says, and when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. 
But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep babbling on like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. You know, so there's a couple pieces. One, there's isolate yourself, right? Which is what she physically, tangibly was able to show me. Um, She pulled herself into the room. She shut the light off. She cut out every moment, everything she was going through to separate and be in that moment with him in secret um, without anybody else around her. Um, You know, there's a lot of people that like to pray outwardly and things like that and you know they like to use big words to have conviction and try to emphasize certain pieces and that doesn't mean anything i think um and one of the biggest things i've learned personally is to not impress god um i've i've liked my i've always been a fan of my own diction and i've been able to impress others and myself with that And I used to use that to try to impress God as if I was going to get a bigger blessing or as if things were going to happen sooner uh, or anything along those lines. But he does not care. No, No. He really wants you to separate yourself and just be genuine and just be humble and just be your true self. That's really what he wants. But, um, yeah, that verse just kind of just shows a lot of things. He knows what you want before you ask him but he still wants you to ask him. Um, yeah. You know, I, I sometimes I go about my day and I'm just like, well, God knows what I need. No. He knows it's in my heart. He knows that I'm thinking about him, yeah. but he still wants you to take that extra step and verbalize it, make it real, make it visible, make it physical and share it and bring it out. Um, and he will, and he will reward you for that greatly. So that's just kind of, that's one of those pieces that I definitely wanted to speak on because uh, she inspired me a lot, and uh, that really that really changed my life to where you know I started going back to church, and the first service I heard for six weeks was prayer. Hmm. That's it, you know. I went from her to hearing prayer for six weeks straight, you know, as if this was obviously what I needed. This was obviously the one thing that I needed to get my my stars aligned if you will um you know and it made all the difference because after those six weeks if you go back a couple episodes is you know when god put a physical person in front of me and really gave me the affirmation in my spirit that he was real and um yeah just you know just really just really big prayer is crazy guys it's it's so crazy honestly to just touch on that real quick um, you said you were inspired by the way she prayed which was shows how God can can use anybody really because he used yeah. her to inspire you and then just hearing the way you pray just being around me since um, I don't know since I guess we really started coming back and like two three months out. ago yeah, yeah two three months ago hearing the way you pray inspired me to to pray more honestly i mean i i definitely pray um it's something that i try to practice every day every night before i go to sleep but hearing the way you pray um it's 
so genuine to me that it makes me want to have that relationship with God where like I can literally just give everything to the one who's who wants to talk to me anyways and who wants to bless me through that process of having a relationship with him instead of just an everyday type of religion yeah um, yeah so I definitely you're somebody I like to be around when I'm hearing you pray because I just feel like I think that Rudy right there I mean it makes me think about that book I told you guys to check out one day um Jesus is by Judah Smith he he goes in on you know, just having a genuine conversation, just like you said. There's no reason to try to impress. He already knows what's on our mind, but it's that conversation that just needs to be had that he wants. He wants that that intimate relationship, yeah. and it's just speaking to him. That's all it is, you know, really just getting in a room, getting on your knees, just praying, just talking. Just like we're talking to each other, I feel like I can talk to God like that now. Absolutely. It, it, honestly, I mean, I see him as my Heavenly Father, but I'm not going to, you know, I don't have to get all holy gospel and you know and be all afraid when i pray it's like no i'm actually gonna have a conversation with you god i you know i'm your child you're my father let's let's talk right right you know i think i think that's the new look i've had on prayer for a while and that helps a lot and so i think we can you know we'll definitely dive in a little bit more as far as like you know how to pray um how we pray which we don't really need to like touch in on too specifically but um i know that uh you know sometimes it's easier to hear other people pray so that you can learn how to do it as well um and uh you know there's no specific technique i think ultimately the best prayers just come from what's truly inside i think there's prayer where you're trying to fight it right and you're like kind of talking about it and kind of talking to him but you still don't feel the conviction um and then there's that you know where you really fully open it up and i think it comes down to how bad you need it and want it and that will change and that will evolve for sure um your experiences of life yeah absolutely and um and yeah so you know there could and the the in secret right where he talks about being in the room and being in seclusion you know that doesn't necessarily have to be the every case situation yes that is good yes that does detach you and really allow you to be in that moment um but once you start to practice it um and you get used to it you'll be able to do it in secret no matter where you're at um you know i like to personally pray a lot in my car you know um Cause that's just when I get the most of my thinking done. And then I realize, you know what, like I'm doing all this thinking and trying to figure everything out. And then I just really just need to give it to him. And that's, you know, that's where some of my best prayers come because that's when I'm trying to think the most. And ultimately, you know, we've gotten to a point where you don't need to try and figure everything out give it to him. Um, he'll figure it out. Um, but like I said, this, this definitely is going to take a lot of practice and in light of that, we're going to be releasing a follow-up episode to this. And that episode from front to back will just be prayer. We're not going to be talking about it. We're only going to be praying. So, you know, there will be definitely some different styles of prayer within that um, for sure. And uh, that's just, you know, for those of you that want. I mean, for one, it's an opportunity for us because... I personally am trying to grow in my prayer. Um, I have definitely developed 
a, a, a pretty solid habit of it, but there's still more to be done. And uh, I realized that, you know, part of praying, it, it goes beyond yourself. You need to be so in tune that you can pray for other people selflessly um, for blessings and abundance in the lives of others just as much as in the life of your own. Um, I think that has to go with working your land. And for me, praying, you know, it's that independent, that individual relationship, but prayer is a way that you can tithe to God. Prayer is a way that you can work your land. Um, You know, if you're praying for yourself, and you want the best for yourself, then you should want the best for your environment, which means you should be praying for your environment and you should be praying for the people around you um, because they're going to, you know, allow you to be the best version of yourself. And honestly, uh, honestly, I think praying for other people is eventually somewhere where once you get a good, uh, probably not a, you don't even have to have the strongest basis in prayer, but once you start figuring out that God wants you to pray for others more than you pray for yourself. It's going to take you to a different level. Um, Because I've I've definitely found myself my I didn't know what to pray for other people. Like, I don't know their situations. How can I how can I really pray for what they need? And I I just remember being really kind of stuck in a place where I was constantly praying for myself, but I wasn't seeing the return. And then I heard something about uh, somebody asked me to pray for them. And it really kind of broke my heart that they were going through that. And I kind of just right then and there, I broke down and I was like, God, they need you. They really, really need you to get them through this situation. And after that, the thing that I felt that I once I was done praying was the thought that I got was I heard you. And I literally just felt this release of like, okay, all right, cool. They're going to be good. They're going to be good. And they were good. And so I sat back and I thought to myself, well, damn, I prayed hard for myself. You know what I'm saying? I, why, why didn't I get that, that in return? And I think it was more of you're already in my presence praying for me, praying for other people. I'm already giving you what you need. What you need yep. is to be in my presence that's what prayer does for you and in that way you're helping other people yeah i think it's it's that selfless virtue i guess you can say of just not considering your feelings considering what you want god to do in your life because he knows what he knows the plans he he has for us he knows what he's going to do for us but when we can involve other people in our prayers you know whether that's our girlfriend friends people we don't know people we see on the street that, you know, they're going through a rough time, teachers, whoever it is, when we can involve them in our prayer, I feel like that's so much po- so much more popular. We're not just thinking about ourselves, we're thinking about other people. And I think that's what God loves when we're involving other people because God will make his presence known in someone else's life when he chooses if we're sending out those prayers. Yeah, definitely. verse that I have is Philippians 4 6 through 7 don't worry about anything instead pray about everything tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done then you will experience God's peace which exceeds anything we can understand his peace will guard our guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus I think that just falls back to what I just said about 
praying and when you genuinely feel like you're praying for something that's outside of yourself, you're gonna get the peace that he that he brings you. There's no way you can know in that very moment that everything's gonna be okay, but then all of a sudden you start getting this feeling of just like, all right, damn, that felt good. All right, okay, everything's everything's probably gonna be all right. I don't know how, I don't know when. Um, it's just I, go ahead no go ahead Rudy you're good I was about to say I, just, I had that verse in my mind I have another one too I was that verse really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just I think it's all about progression and practice and you know it's <clears throat> like when you go to the gym and you're trying out like a new exercise and your form's just not quite right you know, and it, it's going to take a few sets. It's going to take a few rounds. It's going to take a few times going to the gym um, before you master that exercise. Right. And this is kind of the, that same concept. And so, you know, you take what talking, just the action of talking, what it really allows you to do, um, you know, is, is refresh your perspective. Right. Um, you know, when you're having an issue and you're arguing with yourself about it, right, you're going to side on one side and then you're going to ride that extreme all the way through. But when you talk to somebody else about that issue, it allows you to reflect as you're talking and working through the steps because now it goes beyond you having to rationalize it for yourself. You have to rationalize it for somebody else now. So it actually has to make sense. Mm -hmm. So when you find the weakness in your argument is when you're sharing it with somebody else. Yeah, um, yeah. So when you take that same moment and you're talking to God and you know what, like, man, God, like, <clears throat> I trust you. I trust your plan. And you might not feel that. <laughs> um, but you trying and you putting the heart into it to want to trust in his plan will allow him to work through you, to work through you. Yeah. um and that discomfort is either going to push you away or it's going to make you keep trying and try to figure that out and develop that muscle um but you know this is that one true thing that you can do on your own with god and this is really where his magic really lies and you know a lot of the hard part is that a lot of people have been praying for their entire life their entire lives and might have not seen you know response to that um you know and obviously like i don't i don't have the answer i don't want to say like god's testing their patience or god is testing their will right. or their determination or whatever i have no idea what is going on in the lives of those people but i also don't know what's in their heart when they're praying um and that is all on you and god if you know it's in your heart and if you believe it wholeheartedly then you're not ultimately you're not going to be worried about when he responds to you right yeah. um yes. i had um i had some moments personally you know after coming back to church and you know really I'm, i've really still only been in this 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 mindset for you know maybe three four months now and, you know, there was a period in time where 
God was just giving me responses instantaneously, it felt like. You know, I would literally pray on something and would see a response or a a clarification or just clarity from that in general without even having to go years, weeks, months, days. Like literally we could be talking about hours um, where I've seen where I've seen differences or in praying him changing my mentality and my mindset um, while I'm humbly asking him to do so. Um, and you know, one thing that pastor Mike always spoke on was to not put God on a timeline, um, and not to ask him to answer you on a specific time. Um, and what I realized was that I actually hadn't done that. I wholeheartedly just wanted the change so bad in general, just genuinely wanted the change because I'm tired of being where I've been and I'm just really to the soul of me just want to be so much better and that desire had just humbly genuinely just asked God to help me make those changes and I didn't say when I didn't say it needs to be this year or by this day Um, and I'm not using that to brag I'm just using that to say that he really just wants you to be in that moment and in the intention um his timeline is so different to where if you said i need you to prove it in a day you know a day what a thousand years uh, in a, a, a day here is a thousand years in heaven so he's gonna have to go through multiples of thousands of years <laughs> to want to prove the point that you need right like it doesn't work that way and it's not on our timeline and you know ironically um i started using those moments and i was like man like this is happening so quick for me like you know this is really a whole another level there was a lot of growth that happened in a really short period of time but then i took that for granted to where my praying slowed down and my praying wasn't as often and you know i'm still seeing difficulty and that's i'm not questioning why i'm seeing that difficulty i know why i know i took those small moments for granted and rode that you know what because of my heart's intent god's just gonna keep bringing me this fire and it doesn't work like that it absolutely does not work like that um it's an ever evolving relationship and it's gonna continue to take more out of you um but it just starts with really small really small uh really small steps right so I guess we can use that to talk about kind of different ways of prayer. Um, one obviously being what I referenced in uh, Matthew 6, uh, 5. Um, but uh, I think some of those magical prayers also come when you don't have anything to say or you don't know what to say or you don't know what to feel. You don't know what seems right. You don't know what's going to make you feel better. Yeah. Um, you know, and unfortunately, a lot of people don't come to God until they have no other option. Um, but that's when he can, you know, like I said, don't give him a timeline, but, you know, start speaking on your issues. And what you're going to find is that a lot of your issues are not actually as big as you think they are. Uh, a lot of your fears aren't as big as they as you think they are either. Um, but like I said, that that comes with talking it out. Um, once you begin to talk it out, you'll begin to realize 
what really matters and what's really important and what's really going to make a difference, you're going to realize, you know, you're you're probably crying over things that are really not that serious um, or you're worried about your friends and they're not even worried about you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so it could be a lot of little things like that that will shift your mindset in very big ways. Um, but, you know, sometimes it's praying without words. Sometimes it's just feeling. Sometimes it's just being in that moment and allowing him to just feel, you know, the stress of your heart, the worries of your heart, the anguish inside of you. And, you know, just focusing your energy on him and on yourself. Um, You know, we always have these phones in our hand, you know, it's just always buzzing and always going off. Um, You know, find that do not disturb button, throw that on real quick, you know, and just and just be in your own bubble. Ultimately, real prayer is just being in the moment with him. It doesn't have to be conversation. It doesn't have to be long. It could be real short, real sweet. Hey, God, good morning. Thank you for this day. I'm about to try to, you know, make the best out of myself. And uh, I'll talk to you in a little bit. Amen. Like, you know, like it can literally just be so so short and sweet. But those effective short and sweet ones aren't going to come until you really start feeling it. You know, there's definitely I don't want to say there's levels to it because there's not. But. Um, there really are. There, there really are. There are. The more you get into his presence and you start to really dive into the things that he wants you to do in your life, the things that you want to do in your life and see how they match up. Because um, a lot of times you aren't praying for what God wants you to be praying for. Right. A lot of the times it's it's stuff that, you know, hey, you, you know, how do you want to be praying for? Huh? It's stuff that we want to be praying for. Exactly, exactly. Um, uh, so when you do that, when you realize that you can start anywhere in prayer, but the more you dive into it, um, you're gonna you're gonna go through these experiences where your level of prayer changes. You know, sometimes you're gonna feel like you don't really need to pray because you're operating in His presence so so heavily. Um, and then there's other times that you're gonna be like okay, well, I kind of took that for granted and I do need to set aside time to sit down and really have a conversation um, with you and just tell you what's on my mind and see where my thought process goes from there because that's how God talks to us. I think a lot of people pray and they sit and they're like, I'm, I'm listening, I'm trying to hear from God, but I can't hear anything and it's... You will be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And once your mind starts changing in those thought processes, that's how he's going to start speaking to you in different areas of your life. Just to run off what you said, Rudy, with my verse, I'm pretty much just going to run with it. Um, Mark 11, 24 says, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. So this is huge to me because it's prayer with confidence. right? I think a lot of us... I used to struggle with this too, and sometimes I find myself struggling. I gotta snap out. I gotta snap out of it. We pray for something, and then a couple minutes later, a couple hours later, we're, we're doubting it. You know, doubt and prayer don't mix. Mm. You know, prayer and unbelief does not mix. There is no there is no power in prayer when there's no belief, when there's no faith. Yeah. And you know, we cannot expect God to work in our lives or to to make moves in our lives if we're not believing Him. If we're not believing in the power of prayer, prayer is powerful. 
It's coming from our minds and what we believe and what we speak into existence will happen. It's in his word. It says that it will happen. It will come to fruition, but you need to believe it. And like you said, God does not operate on our time. You know, we can't expect God to answer our prayers when we want them. He knows what we want. He knows when the time is right because we can't expect God to bless us with something where we're not ready for it yet. Right. I think that would be terrible if we prayed to God for something. If we wanted it now, and he gave it to us, and we weren't even ready for it. <laughs> I, you know, what, what would be the point of that? So I think he knows, he, he obviously knows what's best for us. And that prayer, when we're truly in prayer, we really we really want something for our lives, someone else to just believe and have confidence in it. He says, you know, it, it's going to be given to us. Believe that. Run with that. God is not a liar. His word is not false. There is no lies you know, really run with that. Be confident in your prayer. When you pray and you truly believe it, it will happen. And then and then your confidence is just going to continue boosting. You're going to continue going up. It's like, oh, no, God's going to answer me. It may not be on my time. It's going to be on his time. But that's the best time. Your mindset so, starts changing on expecting. Exactly. Your, your mind starts changing. You're, you know, you start thinking, oh, yeah, God's, God's got me. Yeah. You know, he's, he's got me. Things are, the things I'm asking for are really going to, they're going to come to life. Right. So it's that confidence and belief you know with that prayer or whatever it is if we're sitting there just talking having a conversation with god you know let put it in his will that's one thing i've done is you know god if it's in your will you know i want the things i'm praying for to line up with his one if they're not then i don't need them right if they're obviously just not true blessing if they're not lining up with his will but if it's lining up with his will yes god give them to me when you think i'm ready for him right so i think that prayer and confidence the prayer and faith is is huge if we're going to pray, believe it. And that's where that true power comes from. And that's where you will see the results. Um, you know, but it starts with the small things. It starts with the, hey, God, you know, I don't have, I know I haven't talked to you in a while. Uh, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry I haven't talked to you in a while. Um, you know, but I, I want to, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I want to start trying to get on the right foot with you. Uh, I don't know what that means just yet, but, you know, <clears throat> let's, you know, we can take it one step at a time. It just kind of reminded me, uh, not reminded me, but for people who think, how could they, how could God want to talk to me? Yeah. How Yeah. I've done so much, you know, I've done this, that, and the other, you know, uh, why would I even be welcome in his presence? And to be honest, to be honest... You know, we don't deserve to be in his presence, but we are welcomed. We're absolutely welcomed. That's exactly what Jesus Christ's purpose was, was to give us a way to talk to God. He is the way, the truth, and the life. It doesn't matter. We don't have to be. We're not, none of us are worthy. No. <laughs> but we're his children. He loves us, and he's going to listen to us. We he, not, he will answer. So, I mean... I think once we get over that, I mean, well, the people who feel that way, if you, once you get over that hump and you just, you don't need to be perfect, just talk. And things are going to start changing and turning. And you're just going to be like, wow, it was that simple. <laughs> just to talk, just to reach out. I, man, it, it's a great feeling. It's an amazing feeling. I know that for sure. Um, the real kicker is just, you know, when you start, when you start to, when you really start to see things, when you start to pray and 
and your heart's intent is that you want to get better and you want to develop this relationship, he's going to develop this relationship. Like he's going to do it. Um, it's just a matter of you trusting that. And, uh, you know, for like he literally, uh, Pastor Mike said it, but it's like he hushes angels when you pray. No matter how long it's been since you've talked to him, no matter if you just talked to him 10 seconds before that, every time you pray, he hushes the angels in heaven. It's like being in this like huge wedding toast, right? And like you throw your glass up and everybody gets quiet and listens to what you have to say and what you need. And then they cheer and party and party and party. And then as soon as the next person's ready to make a toast, everybody's ready to listen again. And it's like you constantly making a toast every single time you're talking to God. And he's literally silencing heaven. That whole party that's going up there, they all stop just so that they can listen to you. And then the world starts to revolve again, you know? So it's like, man, like... That imagery is crazy, dude. (laughs) The imagery that you just described is crazy. It's Going into that prayer, uh, it is God's pleasure good pleasure to give you the kingdoms the riches of the kingdom so just when you were talking about holding up a cheers and everybody being quiet because god wants to listen to what you have to say you know can you just imagine the blessings that he wants to give you from you just talking to him yeah man that imagery was we, that was dope we we are really important to him i don't, I don't realize how we're not gonna ever know we can't really you know how much he cares and loves for us it's not it's unexplainable you know he the things he wants to do for us the things he has for us Mm -hmm. the things he's willing to do for us is it's just it's it's absolutely insane and like i said we don't have to be perfect we just have to make a decision just to do it and watch what he does for us he cares about us so much we're so important to him we're not little you know we don't we're not I, I really don't. I really don't know how to explain it. It's just he, it's part the love he has for us. is just it's crazy. It's unexplainable. It's un- the love he has for us is unexplainable. Um. And the thing is, just that, you know, we really could use his guidance in every single area of our lives. You know, um, I was just, you know, trying to figure out like how am I going to continue to develop my prayer because I pray when you know when moments hit me and those were when really great prayers come out um but I know that that I need that I need to be uh I know that I need to be praying more and I know that I need to develop um my relationship with him and I know that I need to develop how I communicate with him um you know Jamal being able to share that you know, me praying inspires him to want to have a similar relationship um, or a similar communication, um, you know, just lets me know that this ability, the words, the diction, the voice that I've been blessed with is far beyond suited for me. Um, You know, it's to be able to help other people. And ironically, You know, when I used to pray in a family environment, I used to say certain things to help certain people feel certain types of ways in that moment. Um, Directional prayer. But, you know, and that is good. But it was also a facade. 
in how strong my individual relationship with God really was at that particular time. Um, you know, and that's something that has had to evolve for me personally. And once I stopped just trying to make people feel good and I started just focusing on what they actually needed is when, you know, that developed to another level. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's really, it's really all just practice, but you know, we're, we're called to have fellowship. We're called to read the word. We're called to, um, you know, call him as the one and only God. Uh, and we're called to pray and, um, you know, just think about all the things you can use him for in your life, you know, going into the gym and asking him for, you know, for good health and good recovery and a focused mindset, um, you know, going to do your homework and asking him to, you know, appease the distractions that are coming your way and allowing you to focus on what you actually need to do, you know, so that you can actually buckle down, get the grades that you've always wanted to get, get the job that you've always wanted to get, get the body that you've always wanted to get, evolve the mind to the level that you've always wanted to get to, um, you know, take care of your family, do those extracurriculars, make that extra money that you rightfully deserve. Uh, and we're going to get into that in one of these next couple episodes, but you know, there's so much more in your life that you can be getting out of it. And, um, the, the thing is, is that you keep pushing those ideas to the side and you keep pushing them off. Um, you know, and you keep riding with the things that you're used to because you're more comfortable. And if there's one thing that I do know about growing with God is that there's never, never going to be that long of a comfortable moment. As soon as you get comfortable, he's going to reveal to you that there's still more that you have to do. And there's still another level that you have to go to. Um, this isn't no, this isn't a walk in the park guys. Like it's not going to just be butterflies and roses and unicorns. Um, but prayer is that channel, that medium, that avenue that we have direct contact to the creator. Hmm. Like, do you know who you're talking to? Look at like all the times that you've asked your friends and people that have no idea what they're doing for help, but you won't ask the guy that made you for help. You won't ask the guy that made this world that has put your plan into place for assistance, but you'll ask somebody who's openly admitted to you that they don't know what the hell they're doing. So why are you asking them for advice? It literally doesn't even, it literally doesn't even make sense. It really doesn't make sense, but it's what you're used to. And you think that the people that have gotten you to where you've gotten to are going to get to you to where you're going next. And I hate to break it to you, but that's probably not the case. Um, I think that comes from how we look at God. Like I, I told you before, I think some of us look at him like maybe, like you said, we're too afraid to talk to him or we think he's, you know, he's too high for us or he's too mighty for us. Like he looks down upon us. That's not who God is. You know, he wants to have a conversation with us. He wants us to go to him instead of people that don't really have the wisdom and knowledge that we're, we're seeking. It, but it's, it's that decision we have to make that. No, I'm just going to talk to God and see where it goes. And I guarantee it will go in the right place. It may not go when you want it to go at that in that particular moment, but trust in the process and things are going to work out for you. But that, that, that's a great point, Reed. That's yeah, that's that's some serious business there. 
Um, I had a question hmm. for you guys. What is the uh, what's the strongest prayer you guys have think you've prayed, and what's the weakest prayer you think you've prayed? You said the strongest and the weakest. Yeah. What? Um, I have a pretty easy black and white to that, which is my weakest prayers um, have been me asking for things that I personally want and felt that I've needed in my life to justify my relationship with him or to justify where I'm at or to justify my current feelings. Um, And my strongest prayers have been when I've wholeheartedly just told him, you know what, it might not be what I like, it might not be comfortable to me, but I really genuinely want your will to be done in my life. And I know that I'm probably not ready for it. Um, And I know that it's gonna come with a lot of difficulty um, because nothing worth having, it comes easy. So, you know, I know that if I want greatness, that is going to take greatness to get to that point. Um, so my best prayers have definitely come in asking for things that I know I'm not ready for. Um, but, you know, if with his with the blessings he's given to me, I have the equipment that I need to seek his purpose through. Um, and, it, you know, I'll, I'll face it. Whatever it needs to be, screw it. You know, let's do it. Um, shoot, you know, it could take me through poverty for 60 years, right? (laughs) And that wouldn't be ideal, but, you know, if that's what I need to do to fulfill, you know, what he wants of me and what message he wants me to put out in the world, then, you know, so be it. My girlfriend won't be too happy, um, you know, (laughs) but, uh, but, uh, no, I feel you, but that's what it is. Uh, Johnny, you want to go ahead or? Yeah, I think... I'm not even really shameful to say it, but I think um, that's something I do want to get better at. I do it sometimes. My weakest prayers, I think, come from when I've had a long day doing so much stuff, and I just, I'm in the bed, and I'm not really focusing, and I'm just like, I'm praying, but I'm not really there. Right. You know, it, it's, a, it's a weak prayer. I'm not really giving him my full attention because I'm so tired. Right. But in a way that's kind of disrespectful because he gives me everything I, you know, I want. So I need to do the same. Uh, my strongest prayers would be, you know, kind of just like Rudy said, just letting his will be done. Not really asking for a lot, but just telling him, you know, Lord, may your will be done in my life with everything I'm doing. You know, I thank him. I I, I do this a lot now. I thank him for what I don't have. And I thank him for what I do have. Yeah. And I thank him for the things to come. And I thank you for the things that, you know, I've already been done, you know, in the future. Um, so just thanking him and standing strong in what I believe and what he's going to give me and just faith and belief that's going to come past sooner or later. Absolutely. Um, I guess I'm a little more the same with you, Johnny, on, on the weakness. The, the weakest prayers come from when I'm just when I'm just tired, when I'm just absolutely just like done spiritually, emotionally, physically. Um and I'm just spent and I don't have any more to give to God. And I feel like that's my fault sometimes. But as Pastor Chase said last night, that's a part of the process of going 
in following Jesus. It's going to be hard. Um, there's going to be times where you feel like not praying. Um, yeah. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's not. It's not necessarily a bad thing. And I got to realize that sometimes that even though I am laying in the bed kind of mumbling my prayer away, that I'm using the last bit of my energy from the day to be in his presence and to talk to him and give him what I can give him out of the moment. I know, you know what, I always can do better and I can always, you know, say, you know what, screw that. Just get your energy up, get on your knees and start praying. Um, And sometimes I do. uh, But the other times that I don't, I still think he's proud of us. He's proud of us for that moment. Um, So I just wanted to share that, like, little silver lining in your weakest prayers. I was literally just going to say that. I feel like I want to change it because the weakest prayers are just when I don't pray. Um, Because the weak pray, the weak, what we see as weak prayers, it's because we know we have more fire at other times in us than in that particular moment. But the fact that, like you just said, the fact that you still used whatever you had um, to devote that energy to him is is what he wanted uh in the first place even if it even if you uh didn't even finish your sentence right he like when you fall asleep praying Uh is oh man that (laughs) sleep guys i've experienced this maybe (laughs) once or twice tops but that sleep and you you forgot to set your alarms but you still woke up you know saying like that those nights are great um but you know, the weakest prayers are are when you don't pray, uh, when you know you should and you don't, or when you're struggling and you don't pray, or when you something great happens and you don't pray. Yeah. Um, that's that's the weak prayer is is letting the moment pass without giving him the glory, without giving him the gratitude, uh, without giving him the respect that he deserves. Yeah. Um, I think another thing, I wouldn't say it's weak. I just think something we all go through. And everybody has Rudy I told you this earlier Of the genie in a bottle I feel like that we treat God You know yeah. Right when we get in trouble Or right when we need something big We go to him yep. When we didn't want to go to him for nothing else But when it comes to something that we want the prize Or we want a gift Then we go to him You know we go to him like he's a slot machine or something and That's not how God works That's not the type of relationship that he wants with us And Because I don't think we would really You know be prosperous like he wants if we're treating him like a genie in a bottle, that's doesn't. There's mm. no relation. That's not a relationship. Yeah. That's you. That's using somebody. That's that's not. You know. That's not love. That's not what he wants. And I feel like we all we've all done that before. Yeah. Instead of like, oh God, like there's this job op- opportunity. Like I pray that like you know you allow me to get this job. Instead of that being like, God, I really want this job, and if it's in your will. Let it be done. Let it be done. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and it could be, um, you know, instead of when you're in turmoil and you're like, God, just please get rid of this problem. Instead of saying, God, I know that there's a reason and I know that you got me. So I'm going to stick through this moment with you. Right. You know, we're so quick to try to get out of the quicksand or to try to get out of the trouble or to get out of the lava. Right. We're so quick to try to jump out of that moment back to comfort instead yeah. of riding through that right um and you know and so i forgot who said it i think it was um 
it was either Giovanni Ruffin, maybe he was quoting Ray Lewis, or it might have just been Giovanni himself. And Oh, no, it was Eric Thomas, the hip-hop preacher. And he was like, look, you're already suffering. Get something out of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't get don't give up just because you're suffering. Right. Anybody can give up when they're suffering. If exactly. you give in when you're suffering, you will get out Dang it, Rudy. that reward. <laughs> and so he didn't yeah. he didn't throw that part in there. I just threw some sauce on that. Right. But nonetheless <laughs> <laughs> But nonetheless, he's just saying you're already struggling, you're already weak, you're already in pain. Keep pushing, ride with him. All right. Yeah, and you will grow stronger. The things that that's where we get our strength. Yeah, definitely. The things that he's taking you through those those lavas, those quicksands. You don't understand what he's breaking off of you that don't need to be attached to you anymore. That is pulling away from the energy that you should be giving to him, anyways. Um, there's 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 things that are in your life that are pulling away from that energy to talk to God that at the end of the day where we're talking about where we're just exhausted and we don't feel like praying anymore there are things in your life that you need to get rid of so you yeah. can have that energy 24 uh, 7 get that weight off yeah for sure um, you know sometimes like it's natural to think like, okay well we're I'm a child of God so everything that I'm called to do is going to be great and is going to be good and is going to be positive, um, you know. But sometimes he uses a lot of times, every time, he uses those negatives, um, you know, for something positive, and yeah. uh, he's put that endurance in you. But you know, when you start to look at everything as a muscle, right? You know, you go to the gym. What's happening to your muscles? You're ripping them. You're literally ripping that yeah, painful process of things that you have to go through to get the better result. Uh, what you're describing for me is like rolling out. Um, rolling out is so painful because if you really stick to it and you're really dedicated to it, then you understand that there are knots in my body that hurt. There are knots in my muscles that I really just don't want to roll out. Like, have you ever tried to yeah. roll out your IT band? Oh my gosh! Yeah, one, of the most, <laughs> one of the most painful things you'll ever do, um, and when you do it, you're like you. The only way to get through it is you have to stick on the areas that hurt. Because when you stick on yeah. the areas that hurt, it starts to release different areas. Different areas start to relax now. Different areas start to function better. Um, I started rolling out my feet and my ankles, and that started to affect my calves, my knees, my quads, uh, my hamstrings, and everything. It was a domino effect. So once you stick on those areas where God is taking you through something, you're suffering, get the most you can get out of it because yeah. it's going to benefit you in the long run. There's a reason for that pain. God's going to use it. There's, you know, God doesn't put pain in our life for no reason. He has a purpose for it. But like you, like you said, we ride that wave and we see what we're really made of. Our character builds, our faith builds, and our trust in God builds. And from there, it's like it goes back to that verse: God is for you. If God is for us, who can be against us? Right. Pretty much. There, it's pretty much a wrap. Once you get in your mind that God is for me, and his will is going to be done in my life. Nothing else matters. Dang Nothing else is going to stop me. Damn it's, right, it's Johnny. It's wrap from there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Getting, I'm getting to that destination regardless <laughs> of what's going to pop up and what pain and struggle is going to happen in my life. Straight up. Straight up. Uh, it's, man, it's powerful. You know, and it's sometimes like we don't want to be used in all the hard ways. You nope. know, it's like why do, why do I have to be the example? Why do I have to get drug? Why do I have to get drugged through the mud? Man. You know, just so that somebody else doesn't have to. When it's you know, God uses us all 
in as many ways as he possibly can. And, you know, not everybody learns from other people's mistakes. Sometimes, you know, you tell somebody the stove's too hot, they just want to touch it to see how hot, you know, like, so, you know, some, like, he could be using you to go through this turmoil right now so that when you make it through, you give him that glory and somebody can realize that's going through a similar situation. You know what? If they can do it, I can do it. And you know what? They gave all that glory to God. That must have been the reason that they were able to get through that. So I'm going to turn to God and I'm going to, you know, right? So that's, it's just what he does. It's just what he does. It's not always going to be easy. It's not always going to be butterflies and unicorns. Um, But it's always going to be worth it. Uh Always going to be worth it. So, um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening to our prayer episode uh like i said we will have a follow-up to this um you know where we each will probably go a little extensively into some prayer um some things we need in our individual lives some things we want to pray amongst you guys uh some things we want to just pray into the world um but that will give us an opportunity to show you guys how we pray um you know different types of prayer different examples you know anything that we couldn't really explain with words it can be explained through god's grace so um, you know, I appreciate you guys listening and I hope that, um, you know, we can really, I hope that this helps you guys start to take steps into that direction. Um, I know for me, it was easy to feel ashamed and not talking to him for a long time. Um, but when I started to sit in that feeling, instead of trying to avoid that feeling is when he was able to get rid of that feeling. Mm. Um, you got to face it. You know, no matter how uncomfortable, no matter how uneasy it is, nothing is going to get solved by avoiding the problem. Um, you know, there's greatness in our own comfort. Absolutely, and it's a lot. I, I can guarantee you this: it is a lot easier to face whatever you're going through with him behind you. I can promise you that. Um, let him take that load off of you. Let him take that pressure off of you, and um, just allow him to work his will in your life and allow you to be a light to your environment to your people around you uh weave out the real and the fake you know weave out the problems in your life weave out the the false priorities the selfish ways allow him to work through all of that um because he's gonna do it regardless but the less you fight it the better um you know so i guess we can take that into another little little wrap up but um all right guys so that was prayer uh we do have a 15 to 20 minute prayer piece uh of nothing but prayer from front to back and that's going to be in this episode that follows right after this but as far as this episode goes if this helped you in any way if we can help you or if there's something that you want us to elaborate on uh if you did or did not like it any feedback you have for us we'd love to hear we'd love to connect with you so go ahead and reach out to us and uh thank you guys again love y'all have a good one